in this episode of All Things True. I sit down with legendary Moralton Devil Dog halfback Glenn Hersey. He, uh, man, he really inspired me in our moment together. Um, he challenged me to see the, the homeless population the same way I've been encouraging us to see members in our congregations. Not as faces or as numbers, but as people. In this episode, we sit down and he talks about the things going on at St. Mark, what they do for the homeless population. Um, and it's inspiring. And his story is wonderful. And I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, you're listening All Things True. I'm your host, Cody B., and today I'm here with... Hey, Glenn Hersey, Outreach Pastor, St. Mark Baptist Church here in Little Rock, Arkansas. Cody, and thank you, man, for having, oh, having us on, having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Remember, yeah. this is just a sound check, so yeah. we're going to record a lot okay. of this. Okay. Uh, Glenn is a legendary basketball player from Moralton, football, Arkansas. Football, more football than you basketball. You played football? Yeah, yeah. What position did you play? Yeah, I, I, was, I was tailback in, uh, in safety. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh very good. Yeah. Now, who was the coach when you played, Glenn? Dorn Davis. Dorn Davis. Right. Part, part of a couple of state championship team there with Coach Davis. Uh, sophomore yeah. year, man, undefeated, you know, 13-0. and 0. When we come back in, in 73, my senior year, and we won it all, beat Brinkley, man. They were undefeated, ranked number one in the state, man. And, Cody, we took them down at War Memorial Stadium. Wow. Yeah. We lost, I, I played in the state championship game my, my yeah. junior year. We lost by three points. Who was that to? Uh, and that was the – to Greenwood. I remember that. I was there. Was you there? Yeah, I was there. I was the right yeah, tackle. Yeah, my dog nation was there. <laughs> I was the right tackle at that game. That yeah. was the biggest attendance at a state <laughs> championship game up until that point in time. Yeah. But, yeah, I was I was the right tackle. Um, man. Hey, hey, hey. You bring you, back some memories. Man, you, you had a lot of Devil Dog Nation former athletes there, but because Devil Dog hadn't been in the championship up to that time, you guys made it, you know, yeah. from the seventies, man. So, man, it was like, hey, let's go support the dog. I have a, I have a picture I keep in my office. Our, our theme for that that season was, it's on and I'm in. Right. And I, I have the, a picture of that team with the score that sits in my office. I see it every day because. The things have changed, Glenn. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's it's still on. It ain't football. Right. It's life, and and yeah. with two ministers here, it's it's spiritual life. Right. Uh, what's on is is much more important than that state championship football. Game. Right. But it's still on, and I'm still in. All right. I mean, which yeah, I know you're in with me too, Glenn. <laughs> right. Glenn is the. You said you're the associate pastor here Out, at outreach Saint Mark. Pastor here at Saint outreach Mark. pastor yeah. here at Saint yeah. Mark. What do you do here, Glenn? Man, pretty much anything dealing with helping the needs of the community. Uh, hey, I'm involved. I'm connected. It falls under uh, my umbrella. Man, it could be anything from feeding the homeless, foreign missions, missionary work, uh, providing food boxes to those in the community, health ministry, back-to-school health fair where we mobilize our, our medical professionals to provide uh, physicals and uh, to, to those who are in need, high school students, cheerleaders, 
college football players, uh, man, it's 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 uh, addiction recovery that, mm -hmm. that we have here that 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 meets here every Friday night from six thirty to the, the, the eight p.m. It's it's prison ministry. Uh, it's a whole gamut of things that 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 falls under my umbrella that that we reach that we that we're in contact with with those in the community. Wow, Clint, you're the man. Man, huh? it's, it's, you do it all. It's, it's, man, it, I should have asked you what you don't do. It's <laughs> 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 a bit shorter list. Man. And I, I thank God for, for for our pastor for for our church, Pastor Philip Epona Senior. You know who's our senior pastor that allows you 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 know. Uh, myself and the church to get involved and be connected to help and meet those needs. You know, his thing is a, a church can't, theme is a church can't consider itself spiritual if it isn't social. That's right. So we try to be there to help meet those social needs uh, with the, within the community. And we have a church, man, that, that are dedicated to help meeting those needs whenever they're identified, you know, from tornadoes that we just had. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> man, uh, in, in, in Martin, we, we, we were behind enemy lines, helping, helping <laughs> right. those, help, helping those who were in need, man. We had a lot of members that were affected by that, that, that trees were on their homes and yeah. men lost everything. And man, Pastor Point mobilized the church to donate and we were able to go and help, you know, assist those with cleaning up debris and, and whatever way that we could help, man, we were just there for that moment of need. And that, that, that was a blessing that, hey, the word is true. It's more blessed to give than to receive. That's and God right. love it that you're a forgiver. So that's, we're glad we can do that. That's wonderful. Glenn, that's a lot on your plate. Yeah. Um, and I'm so thankful for you yeah. and what you do here. Um, and I, I wanted to focus in, in with you. Um, Nick Rice and Glenn... Nick, I know you're listening to this. Glenn, to know who you are. <laughs> I, I want to meet Nick. He I passed the cross, man. I, I I just can't recall, but I definitely want to meet Nick. Okay? He, wants right. to meet, he wants to meet you, Nick, but he don't know who you are. But Nick, Nick gave me your phone <laughs> man, number. Great. And uh, I was wondering, and, you know, last last season we, we interviewed Trina Williams. And, and for those of y'all who are listening and remember, uh, you remember her story and, and what we've talked about as far as her journey with homelessness and, and helping the homelessness even even now after she uh, ha has a home. Um, but Nick told me you're the guy who's, who's elbow deep in the uh Thank you, Nick. Appreciate you, bro. <laughs> with the homeless community here, here in Little Rock. And so, man, I... Can we start with the tough question? Okay, go ahead. Let's do it. What... What are the causes for homelessness in Central Arkansas? Man, the the I would say if you ask me that, the, the number one cause, man, is I, I would put housing definitely at the top of the list. That if we provided those who are homeless with 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 a with a home with a house to get them off of the streets, it it would I'm thinking it would solve maybe ninety percent of of their problems because with the home. Hey, I'm now in a better position to 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 go get a job. I can take care of my personal hygiene stuff to prepare to get a job versus sleeping out in the woods or on the streets. That if I get a job there, I'm not gonna be able to accommodate myself to go to an employer and work because I don't I lack those hygiene skills that get me ready to 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 go to my job and be successful. Ninety percent of the problem, I think, if we had a home or an apartment for, for those individuals to go to, it would solve a, night, a lot of their problems. And one of the things that uh, poverty <clears throat> is, is a major force that drives uh, 
homelessness that people hey, can't, can't, can't afford, uh, can't afford housing, can't afford health care. You know, uh, it's, 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 it's a, it's a gamut of things that affect those that drive them to homeless, domestic abuse, you know, uh, drive those individuals home to unemployment that, hey, if I don't have a job, if I can't keep a job, that I may be sustained my unemployment for a period of time, but eventually it's going to catch up with me and, and me and my family is a good chance. We may end up on the street and that's tough. That's difficult. Those are the people that we see here. We feed uh, here in our care center. We feed those individuals Monday through Thursday, 10 to 12, uh, a, a hot meal. Yeah. And those are the individuals that we see. And Pastor Pointer tells us that, man, they're our guests and help meet those needs as best we can when they're here. They're our yeah. guests. And I love that attitude because it, it changes it from, you know, someone who not just we serve, but it, when you make that phrase, there are guests, you're then putting them on a pedestal um, that society looks at someone homeless and they don't want to put them on a pedestal. Right. right. But it's something Jesus would do. He puts yeah. people like that on pedestals right. throughout the gospel. Man, you really think it's just not enough homes, not enough housing? It, it's, it's not enough home. It's, 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 that is the number one thing that, the at the top, man, affordable housing. Affordable housing. Affordable housing. That, man, if, if those of us within the faith community could, could help and assist and, and, and make, those th that resource available to help bless those who are in need, yeah. whether it be hey a mom, a single mom, with kids who are out on the streets, those individuals who's down on their luck, you know we're you know I tell people I tell our volunteers hey hey I'm I'm one paycheck away, where where yeah. I could I could be homeless out there on the streets man it's only the 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 grace and mercy of a God that He provides and 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 make resource available that we can help meet those needs, uh, meet my, my, my needs. But man, when, when I was in Chicago, uh, working with the church there, uh, I would see, uh, we would be feeding and uh, I would see kids and I wouldn't see no adults and I would go to the kids and say, hey, where, where are your parents? And say, hey, they out there in the car. They were just too embarrassed to come in to get a hot meal but they sent us in and I would go and uh, tell them to go get your mom and dad and, and tell them to come in here. And I would say, mom and dad, what happened? They said, hey, uh, I, we, I had a job last week, but I don't have a job this week. And I don't have a means to provide mortgage, pay my apartment, pay my apartment for, for my house. And here we are one week later. Man, we're, we're, Cody, we're a paycheck away from being homeless, man. So, man, we, we just thank God. And, and, and if we could help meet those individuals, Cody, we deal with it every day where people say, hey, I've got, I've got an eviction notice, man, that, hey, I'm, I'm in the process of being evicted. And, and that's tough. That is tough for single parents with two kids or three kids, you know, that don't know what they're going to do or where they're going to go here within a period of time, two or three days that if someone's not there to help meet that need.
And if I, I, I if if I get emotional, man, if you know, but here's the thing: the richest country in the world, the United States, have a segment of its people in society, man, that are sleeping on the streets or sleeping in the woods, man, and that is tough to me. Thank you, Glenn. You are the first person that I've asked this question to um, who talks about how expensive housing is. Uh, the the other individuals I've talked to, they you know they, they talk about the, the mental health issues. They talk about uh, some of the individuals who are homeless suffering from addiction. Um, they, they talk about homelessness being a choice. Um, but that's not how you see it, is it? And now, hey, get, don't get me wrong. Hey, for, for some of them, it is a choice. Some choose to sleep on the streets. Some choose to be on the streets because they are not willing to support the structure of the resources that are available to them if they want to get off the street. They don't, they, they don't want to be a part of a shelter that tells them to, the, the come in lights out at 10 and the, the do's and don't, okay? But there are some that, hey, it's just down on their luck. Life is throwing them a curveball. They have no means of getting up, and if I could get a job, and if I get a job, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna need transportation to get to the job. And that's where we are, that if those individuals come to us, and we, we have, employment counsel available to them that they come here and say, hey, pastors, I, hey, I'm looking for a job. I'm going to, I'm wanting to get off the street. We're, we're going to meet them where they are to help provide them with a resume, to help prepare them for, for the interview, uh, to go through the mock interview, to, to provide them with clothes, to get them ready, to be ready to dress for success, to go through the interview questions and, and provide a bus pass if they're homeless to get to the job for the first 30 days, you know, to when, until they get that first or second yeah. paycheck. Yeah. yeah. No, I had this conversation with a, a friend of mine while I lived in Perryville. Um, and, and he, he, he's, you know, he was one of those who came out and said they, they, they choose to be homeless. Right. And I, and I, I asked him, I said, now he was an employer and he owned a business for, for 25 years. Yeah. Um, and I said, now if someone comes to you, and they haven't had a bath, and they haven't had a haircut, Correct. and their clothes are dirty, right. and they don't have a cell phone. Are you going to hire them? And you look at me right in the eye and said he probably wouldn't hire them. Yeah. And because that's that's also the issue. Right. Is employers expect this level of what they what people would label as civility? Well, when when the fact of the matter is, how could you get those things if you don't have a house? Right. There's no house, there's no bathroom, there's no shower, there's no haircuts. And that's why the house is important. Yeah. That I, I, I now have those resources available to me that I can take care of myself, provide personal hygiene, daily grooming, hygiene stuff that, that I can take up and to go to my job and, and be a good employee. Now, you, what is, what is employment counseling? Uh, hey, if, Cody, you come to me and say, man, I'm tired. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to come off the street. Man, we're, we're going to sit down to you with, with a group of our volunteers and say, Cody, what, hey, what are your skills? And, and help put together a, 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 a resume to see what to match up your skills with the type of job that you're interested in doing. And then we're going to help you as best we can 
uh, to get you connected with an employer. Here at the church, we have had job fairs here at the church, and we have uh, dressed our homeless brothers and sisters up that go through <laughs> this, 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 this employment counseling. Hey, we take them off the streets, we put them in a hotel to yeah. get them ready so they come ready for the interview. And those individuals are homeless on Monday do not look like the same individual that we put up in a hotel and man and they get groomed, they get haircuts, they get properly dressed on Saturday to go before go before the job interview. And hey, you cannot tell them from the other individual from the community you're there for that job. Wow. You host a job fair here. How do you get how do you get employers to come? Right. Now it, it it's it's our church. Okay. That host a job fair. And it, just like any other organization, we send out notifications saying, hey, would you like to become part of the St. Mark, St. Mark uh, job fair that we're having on, on these dates? And they come and they set up. And here's the thing, Cody, we have it on a Sunday during the worship service. That makes it convenient for them to attend and to be here. It makes it convenient for who? For, 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 for the community, for the members, and those with the community to come here and participate to be a part of it. So, okay, I want to talk more about this job fair because I've, I've never heard about a church right. doing this. This is great. Um, are the jobs and the employers here, are they all members here, or do you just put a big circle around St. Mark Baptist Church and ask everyone and all the businesses in that circle? That's that's exactly it. Hey, that's what we, you do. We, 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 hey, we say, hey, would you come out and be a part of this job fair that the St. Mark Baptist Church is hosting? On this date and this time, and 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 it's on a Sunday, Cody doing the worship service, and I pass up that tell them to hey go over and be a part of that job fair, man. If you're looking for a job, hey we got over hey 50, 50 vendors that are here, man. Go over there and uh, uh, and submit, get your resume in the hands of those individuals. And Sunday works best versus Saturday. Yeah. Okay, and uh, and and that's why we decided to have it on. Why does Sunday work best over uh, Saturday? Pe pe people are. Uh, People are free. They have more time. Saturday, I, I got to take a little Johnny Lusuta to football, football, football games, uh, uh, cheerleading practice, and those type of things. So it's a, it's more, uh, it's more conducive for those to come on Sunday than than, than the Saturday. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible, Glenn. You know. And, and, and is it successful? It's been been high, highly successful. Do you do it yearly or quarterly? Uh, but, or? But, but before COVID, man, we we was doing it. We've been doing it yearly. Yeah. Yeah. Have you done it since COVID? Have have not done it since COVID. Yeah. We're, we're we're gradually uh, getting back to to in person. So right. Yeah. So we're 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 not we're not there yet. Yeah. And, and the beauty is, man, one thing about dealing with the homeless, you measure success one individual at a time. You know, if you can get one homeless off the streets, if you get one homeless in the apartment, if you can get one homeless in the house, you can get one homeless uh, uh, hired by an employee, man. You measure one, one, one individual at a time. Everybody don't want it, you know, and and everybody that 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 gives a job, Cody, man. Some say sometimes they hit a home run, and sometimes they strike out. You know, but but we've done our job. We've done our job, and man, you keep pumping them up. You 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 keep man, come on, you can do it. You keep empowering them. That man, hey, we're here for you, you know. And if we have it again next year, man. We we go back up. So let's let, let's go to the plate. Let's hit it again. That's 
That's incredible, Glenn. That- Cody, if I if I if, if I wasn't the outreach pastor, man, I would be a faithful volunteer to outreach because this is where it's at. This is where it's at to help meet those who are in need in whatever capacity that, that I can provide, whatever skills I can provide. Man, that's 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 where I would be. Glenn, you're a real, raw servant of God. When people think of pastoring and they think of ministering, so many people, so many of our Christians have the pulpit and the guy in the pulpit yeah. behind their mind, in their mind. Uh, but the thing is, we have a lot more examples. If you just want to line up example by example of, of example of Jesus doing the work you're doing, yeah. raw hands in the dirt ministry, uh, then we then we have of him examples of, of teaching and so many times gospel they both went hand in hand you know you, you said you do your 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 job fair during during services that's them going yeah. them going yeah. hand in hand man that's amazing and Cody, but you know before before COVID, man we would feed the homeless the last friday of the month uh on our gym floor and we would have anywhere from the 100 to 125 wow. 50 people on our gym floor that we, our pastor is, we're going to provide them a hot meal. And we provide them a hot meal uh, from 9 to 12. We just bring them in off the streets, bring them in into the gym, get them out of the elements, give them newspapers, the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Think, pe- people don't think about this, that that, that the homeless community, they, they want to be informed of what's happening uh within the, within the state within the nation but they don't have the root they don't have the, the those resources available to them they don't have cable tv they don't have access to to democrat gazette and what we do is we, I mean, we'll have a, a big screen tv going cnn or whatever uh, doing football season man it's it's it's, it's espe <laughs> okay so they can look at football it's democrat gazette paper that we hand out to them so they can read and get caught up what's going on and we will partner with other organization our house who deal with the same thing that we do we that the service that we provide our house goodwill that talk about job fairs and 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 training that's available to them if they want to get off the street that this is what they have available salvation army these are the these are the resources that we have available to you that if you want it it's here it's one-stop shopping on that Saturday for those individuals if they want it, mental health counselor that are available to come to those who are in need of mental health counseling. We have our doctors and our nurses that we have a nurses clinic set up available for those who need medical attention. We wow. have that that available to them as well on on that Saturday. So man, it's 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 one stop ministry for those for those for those three hours uh uh during that month that we're feeding. That's incredible. So, okay, let me let me back up and let's let's get down to some more some practical stuff for people listening. Yeah. Um, that's what you're doing here in Little Rock, correct? And that's great for the people here in Little Rock, right? And, and something like that in, in Benton would be would be great as well. Um, but there are people listening to this podcast. They're from Conway. They're from Valonia. They're from Moralton. They're from Mountain Home, Arkansas, Perryville, Arkansas. Yeah. How can ministers and churches find and identify the homeless 
individuals in their communities. Cody, look around. Look around if you see people with shopping carts, if you see people sleeping on park benches, if you see people carrying trash bags within, with, with, within their community, that's a pretty good chance they're homeless. If you see people just, just hanging out that look disheveled out in front of stores, uh, there's a pretty good chance that you see them regularly consistent on, on, a, on a regular basis. That's a pretty good chance that, that they're probably homeless. And let me tell you this. I tell our volunteers, yes, they are homeless, but the homeless have a name. Get to know them. Get to share their story. And, 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 and don't be intimidated by them. Get to know them. What's your name? What happened? How did you get here? They have a name. They have a name. And that, man. And one thing I say this, Cody, about the home commitment, they will police up themselves because they understand, they know your church and your organization do not have to provide the services that you are providing. And they're not going to let one ruin it for the masses. Okay? And here's the thing that gets me the most. Those individuals who come in that, who are in need of special care. The homeless brothers and sisters say, hey, Pastor Hersey, I need you to meet with them because they've had a personal incident or accident is there any way can you get them the proper clothing attire to have personal hygiene to provide personal hygiene for themselves and Cody this much messes me up when you help meet that need and those individuals come to you and say thank you thank you and who are you with nothing, with nothing to say thank you or to say God bless you, God, man. Who are you with nothing that ask God to bless me? God bless you. And I just wonder, could it be that it could be that angel unaware that is asking God to bless Cody? To bless, to bless St. Mark, to bless Northside Church of Christ for what they do and help meet the needs of his most vulnerable people. When you said the homeless have a name, I thought about the passage of Isaiah where God tells the people, um, I've, I've called you by name, you yeah. are mine. Yeah. Um, there's power in calling somebody their name. Yeah. Um, you don't become just a faceless person in, in the mass of people. Right. You become the individual that has been designed and created by God and made in his image. Yeah. Man, that's powerful, yeah. Glenn. Yeah. And that's why I passed the pastor on tells that they are our guests. Yeah. And when they're here doing that time we're feeding that once a month or when they're here now, if they need anything, Man, we're there to serve. 
the tribe. We're serving whatever they need. You, hey, you, you, you need another roll. You need another drink. You need another plate. Raise your hand, man. We there to help meet your needs during the few hours you're here with us. When I identify the homeless in my community, and I, I begin to treat them properly emotionally. Um, how, how do I, and I begin to, you know, call them by their name and hear their story. Right. Have a real conversation with them and not right. just give them the dollar and drive on. Right. How do I then help them? Like, what, what do I, what does someone do? What should a minister do? What should a pastor do? Or a Christian. Man, Cole, get, hey, get to know them. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Hey, hey, you, you may see them in front of the store. You may be see, you know, panhandling and whatnot, man. If, 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 if God puts it on your heart. Yeah. If God puts it on your heart do to that. bless that individual, do that. And it starts, really, it starts with that eye contact. Man, once you lock in with them, man, when, when, when you meet them, eye contact, hey, good morning, bro. Hey, good morning, sister. How you doing? Yeah, and they, they, they will probably approach you and say, hey, bro, can I? Hey, can you help me with, with, with a dollar? Can you help me? You know, and 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 you, you, you're discerning. You, you got to be making sure that hey, it's okay. You, you feel safe within that environment you're operating in, you know, and uh, and particularly they may wait for you to they may approach you before you go into the store. Or they may wait till you come out of a store and say, hey, brother, can you help me with some change? You know, and you have to be intentional that you don't want to pull any money out in front of them. If I know I'm going to bless somebody, you know, I will I will have funds specifically in my pocket that I can bless them right there on the spot. I will not reach into my pocket and pull out a, a wad of money to be a blessing to them because you don't know what, 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 what motive they may have. But if I've got a dollar, two dollars, the Lord said, hey, bless them with five dollars. And this has happened to me one time. I had, I had seven dollars to my name in my pocket. And this homeless individual said, hey, excuse me, Reverend, do you have seven dollars? And I looked around and I wanted to know. I said, did he see me get that change back? That, 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 that when you can Ask for the exact amount of money in my pocket. And that's all I got to my name. Rev, do you have $5? Do you have $6? And that's all I got. I hear a man bless you. What would you tell someone who, who would suggest you keep the $5 since that's all you have? It is more blessed to give and to receive and God loves the cheerful giver and I do believe in my heart that God is going to make a way to provide for you to get that back to get that back and, and even if not to get that back to just get what you need right. to have what you Man. need and, and, you, and, and, and you feel good you feel good about being a blessed to those who are in need because that's what I hear a lot of yeah. and I hear a lot of people say you know we have to take care of ourselves before we take care of others we have to, we yeah. have to put the you know, they, they use the airplane thing. Right. The people say when you're on the airplane to put the mask right. on yourself and then and then help, help somebody else. Yeah. But 
Jesus went around the world, went around his region giving with nothing in his pockets. Right. Um, you, why is it important, and, and you, you said, you know, you don't know their intentions, but you said don't just reach in your pocket or don't let them see you reach in your pocket. Why, why do you suggest that? Uh, you, 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 you got to take care of yourself. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you got to be aware of, of your surroundings and you got to be safety conscious. And, and if you do that, you say, God, hey, just take care of me and watch over me. Don't let nothing harmful happen to me. Be because you can't look at an individual and say, hey, I, hey, you, you're going to feel okay in their presence. You just say, God, be with me. But, but I have a, a safety buffer that if you approach me, if I stop, I need you to stop. If I stop, I need you to stop and I'm making eye contact with you. If you could continue to approach me, I'm gonna say, hey brother, hey sister, hold up, okay? I'm feeling uncomfortable with you approaching me, okay? What's going on? But out of respect, if I stop, they stop, hey, what you, Hey, what you got going on? Hey, bro, I need your help. I said, hey, I don't have on me right now. Hey, I'm going into store to get what I need. Hey, I'll see what I got left. And if I got it to bless you with, I'll bless you. And keep it moving. And keep it moving. Our pastor tells us that sometimes we have to be intentional. You know, my, my, my granddaughter, when she's with me, uh, uh, I try to provide some form of donation to her because she has a heart for helping those who are homeless. And 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 if you're driving, you you at that you you you're at that stoplight. You know, they're there, hey, I, I just hey try to provide her with the resources or I try to make uh, make it available for her. She'd like to come and help out with the homeless, you know, to put her in the presence of the homeless, be a blessing to those individuals. So sometimes we have to be intentional particularly to some people you see every day that you've become accustomed with, you see them, and the Lord may put it on your heart and say, man, I just want to bless them. I want to get to know them better today. I want to get to know their name. What's their story? What's their background? What's going on? How can we, how can I help this individual today? That's good, Glenn. Um, what are things that are not helpful for the homeless community? that you've seen people try to give or offer or do or even say? Man, I, I mean, that, it, it all come back to, 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 to housing. You know, our shelters here, and, and talking with our volunteers, they say, hey, Pastor Hershey, our shelters here are not conducive for our homeless population for long-term effect. It's, it's for short time. It's to get you out of the hot sun. It's to get you out of the cold, cold weather for today, for tonight, for a week, for a period of time. If there were long time housing that were available to them, that would be great. And, 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 and the community and leadership in the community say definitely, hey, we need to do something. 
we 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 need long term. We need shelters to be a blessing to those to help those who are in need. And yeah, we need to do something. Uh, yeah, we need to build a shelter. Not not in my neighborhood. Yeah, that's right. Right, right, right. Not in my neighborhood. Yeah. Right. And, and that, that that that's that I understand, but that's that's kind of the. But it has to climate. go. It has to go in somebody's it, neighborhood. Right. You know, I don't want my house, my right. my my have value my home to go right. down. Right. Right. You can put that in someone yeah. else's neighborhood right. instead of putting it where the homeless are at. Right. Yeah. Um. I, you know what I've seen people. <laughs> I've have someone in my life who every, every time uh, we see a someone who's you know at the stoplight yeah. asking for a handout yeah. Yeah. um I have someone in my life especially me who who always wants to tell them the the passage from second Thessalonians if you don't work you don't eat right and and I always ask him I say well, would you hire him <laughs> you got a farm <laughs> hire him I bet I wonder if he'll come work at your yeah, farm. Yeah. I ain't hiring him. Yeah. Um. You, you, you know, and those individuals who are willing to work, wants to work, man, to get them messed up. I got a young man here at the church right now that, you, you know, he say, hey, Reverend Hurst, I, I would prefer to work outdoors, landscaping, doing that. That that That's my cup of tea in matching that individual with the right employer. Yeah. You, you know, I can see that. I, 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 I would, I would. After I bet that individual, I'll talk to him. You know, man, I, I'd be willing to go to an employer and say, man, if you hire this guy, I predict, man, he's gonna be a pretty good employer. And you know, and I've, 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 I've asked those individuals who are looking for a job. I said, man, I would do. I would do everything within my power if you want a job. I would be willing. Those employers I got a relationship with, hey, to. To take your name, take you, take your name there, take you there, and and let them see this one on one. That you can have this one on one interview with that individual, okay? If you want it, but some and and Dakota, that sometimes the people say, no, I don't want to work at McDonald's. I don't want to work at, at at Burger King. I I've, I've done my job to help you. It yeah. may not be, uh, what what you want, but at least it's what you need right right That's now. Right. It's and something. It's something to 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 get you off the street. Uh. To provide a path for you to do to to do better with your life. Um, you know, we we talked about the people I call them panhandlers, the individuals yeah. with the signs at the stop right. stoplights. Do you recommend giving those individuals that are at the stoplights just cash out your car? Uh, I've done it. Yeah, I've I've done it. I, man, man, <laughs> if the Lord put it on your heart. Do man, it. to bless them people, man. To bless those individuals. Do it. Do it. I don't. I don't need to see. Uh, I don't. I don't need to see a single mom with her three babies. There, I. They got me. They. They got me. They. 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 They got me. Uh, I. 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 Sometimes I feel like those individuals with the computer may have a picture of me, in their wallet, and say, "Hey, that's Pastor Hershey. Let's go. Let's go talk to him." You know, if he's got it, he's going to help you. He's going to bless you. That's powerful. Yeah. Um, (laughs) 
you know, you've you've mentioned job fairs, employee employee employment counseling. I never I never considered those things. Yeah. That's powerful when, when people think of when I think of churches helping the uh, unhoused population, I think of what you've you know, described with the giving them a hot meal, mm-hmm. giving them a place to sit, the, the Arkansas, the newspapers, that's special. Because um, it makes people feel like a human being again. Yeah. I, I have a friend who's a, uh, she's she's in school getting, she's wanting to become a uh, uh, occupational, occupational therapist. Mm-hmm. And, and she, she often says that when you're in those situations where you're down, emotionally depressed, mm-hmm. anxious, yeah. um, do something that makes you feel human. Right, right. And, and right. that's what the newspaper does. It, yeah. it, it makes you feel human. Um, but are there any other programs you have here at St. Mark that y'all do with the homeless that, that are effective that man, you haven't mentioned today? Man, uh, I think the, the, the opportunity for those individuals to, to, to give back. You, you know, some of them individuals, hey, that we're doing, hey, is there something I can do? Is there something... You need me do you need us to do pastor said hey then we, we make that available for those individuals to do that 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 if you ask them you solicit their help and support man they're there they 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 don't want to take from you all the time they want to give back yeah you, you you know so man that that that's the one thing but uh the prison ministry you know having those who are who are being released for prison we we help provide help and support with those individuals as well who need who needs clothes. Uh, as they're getting their life back together. Uh, at one point we were helping them, you know, for the first two or three months if they found the place with donations for for they rent for the first two or three months till they get on their feet. And I always felt good about providing that service, assisting them uh, with that need, those who have recently been released from prison. So that that's that that that's one of the things uh, that that we feel good about. I just have a few more questions to ask okay. you. Um, you had mentioned uh, about a, a missionary y'all supported in Uganda, right? And, and we've got a missionary that's on a short-term mission in Uganda, and he called me. He said, "Hershey, if 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 you find churches who are willing to help uh, with the mission project that they're in, it, we're partnering with Samaritan Feet International. They're helping. Uh, he's helping with be a." Uh, assisting with the building of a, house, a warehouse there for shoes for, for, for kids there in Uganda but the host pastor that's hosting us uh, I believe church burnt down mm. uh, years ago and, and we helped in getting the, the church uh, uh, re- renovated and the need is there right now to help get bathroom resources bathroom uh, accommodation available to the church he said man if there are organizations that are willing to help I think they need like $7,000 that, that 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 needed there to help for that pastor and that church to get the facility there in, in Uganda. So man, that I will extend that 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 church, Pastor Simon, in Uganda, in Samaritan Feet International, that 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 need is there to to be a blessing to to that local church in Uganda to have a pop a bathroom facility. Uh, if, if, if a church or a Christian listening wants to donate, what's the best way to donate to them? Man, and Cody, do I they, can give you. Do they give it to you? I or? would prefer make contact with, with with the the lead individual on the ground in Uganda, uh, Whitney Sacido with Samaritan Feet International. Whitney Sacido. Sacido, 
and I can provide you with, with her contact. Samaritans. Samaritan Feet International. And you can provide her information? I, I can provide her information, you know, and definitely she's on the ground right there in Uganda right now that can okay. say definitely, hey, the, hey the, we, we, the, this is the need, man. It, it'll be a blessing to, to her and, and, and the, the host pastor there. Very good. Uh, before we close, is there any final thoughts you'd like to share? Man, Cody, thank you, man. I, I, man, those of you who are out there, man, the the need is great. Yeah. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all His rights and all these things that you ask for will be provided unto you, man. And 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 the need is great, man. Uh, just make yourself available. It's not about your ability; it's your availability. Make yourself available to help those who in, who are in need, man. And uh, if you give it, it'll come back to you. If you give it, it'll come back to you. Glenn, thank you so much for being man, on the show. Man, Cody, thank you, man. Uh, if people got questions, man, hey, reach out to me. Yeah. Uh, uh, if, if And thank yeah. you so much for listening. Um, yeah. If you have any questions, yeah. you can email me at cbradford at northsidecofc.info. That's cbradford at northsidecofc.info. Uh, you can send those questions there. Glenn, thank you again man. so much for being on the man, show. thank you. Right. Uh, it, it was it was a blessing yeah. to be here. Um, uh, if, if you're in, you know, if you're in Little Rock and you're off university, come in and yeah. to St. Mark and man, say hi. Love, 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 love to have you. If you want to see what we do Monday through Thursday, 10 to 12, and get a code. Here's the thing. We, we'll, we, we took a break, gave a volunteer break the month of July. We will open back up next week, next Tuesday. Yeah. And here, here's the thing. People, 10 to 12, people are lining up 9 to 9.30 yeah. to get a hot meal. Yeah. People are in their cars in the hot sun waiting to get a hot meal, man. Yeah. Waiting to get something to eat. That's right. Yeah. It's powerful. It's tough. Um... Thank you so much for listening. Cool. Thank you, man. And, and remember, all things were made by him. Amen.